Merchant to Merchant is brought to you by Something Digital, a Magento Enterprise and Shopify Plus partner. Something Digital is an award-winning digital agency that will put your e-commerce site to work. Visit them online today at somethingdigital.com slash podcast. Hello and welcome to Merchant to Merchant, a podcast for and by merchants uh, brought to you by Something Digital. I'm your host, Philip Jackson, and Something Digital is a Magento and Shopify enterprise partner. Uh, We have offices in New York City, West Palm Beach, and I'm coming to you from West Palm Beach uh, here today where I have uh, the opportunity to introduce you to a member of a local tech association who I met some time ago uh, who has just inspired me in in her journey and uh, her story of how she's created a retail brand um, and uh, both as a branded manufacturer and uh, how she's helping to and seeking to change people's lives uh, uh, by giving an opportunity uh, at a second chance. And we'll hear a little bit more about that today. You can always like and subscribe over at somethingdigital.com slash podcast. Uh, and uh, you can find us anywhere where podcasts uh, are found these days on Spotify, uh, Google Play, and on uh, Apple Podcasts. And so we want you to subscribe and lend your voice to the conversation. You can do that at podcast.somethingdigital.com. All right. So without any further ado, I want to welcome the founder and executive director of Second Chance Mugs, Keely Carney. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. And we're, uh, I, I, we go back a few months now. And when I first met you, you had um, just inspired me with your story uh, of how you, uh, you bootstrapped uh, this business uh, into selling online. Uh, you have a, a store on on Shopify at the time when we had the conversation, and you were talking about how do you scale or how do you take it to the next level, and uh, and so we were introduced uh, through a local tech association here in West Palm Beach, uh, where uh, uh, businesses uh, who are all across the tech spectrum are are coming to learn from each other and create community, and and when we met you, you were saying, I, I feel like there's uh, the next step is like, I'm taking this next step. And, uh, but you had this amazing story that got you to that place uh, before, you know, you were taking that next step. So maybe you could share a little bit about that with us and, uh, and tell you a little bit about, tell us a little bit about your story. I wanted to thank you from the beginning. You've been so gracious with your time and your ideas and your insight from the very beginning. And I am honored to know you and to be a part of this blossoming community down here in South Florida. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) So my story and the second chance mug story begins really seven years ago when I was, I'll put it bluntly, I was fresh out of rehab. I was a person who had struggled with depression and alcoholism and I sought help. And then I, when I got well in my early years, I really struggled to find a job after Mm. that. And so that is our problem story. That is where it starts. I was this this person who had done what I needed to do to start turning my life around. And then I really struggled to find a job after that. I wasn't able to find somebody who could offer a second chance. And eventually it all worked out for me. I met this incredible woman who gave me a second chance working at a hotel. I met my fiance there. I built this career in marketing and all these different things. But a few years down the road, I felt this call to give back to the recovery community that had really given so much to me. So I, um, I took a break from marketing and I started working locally in a treatment center. It was when I moved to South Florida. It felt like the right time to do it. And it evolved. And as happens for a lot of us, um, there were these different interests that I needed to find a way to merge. So I really liked the, the wellness side, the mental health side, the addiction side, the recovery side. 
but I also missed my marketing life and all of mm. the storytelling and the building of communities and all those different things. So I ended up about a year, probably a year and a half ago now, just launching this, I called it a baby social enterprise called Mental Health Mugs. And it was putting affirmational messages on coffee mugs with the idea that all of us drink coffee, most of us, not all of us, I'll, I'll be a little more generous. To <laughs> most of us drink coffee or tea or something every day. And it's a great opportunity to pause and reflect on something good, an affirmational message, like progress, not perfection, or you've got this. And it was just something I started on the side to fill that part of me that was missing the marketing side of things. And when I when we were connected, I was at that stage that you were talking about where I said, you know, I have this little baby social enterprise where it's about advocacy, where it's about spreading positive messages. It's a, the company at the time was called Mental Health Mugs. But I, as it was getting some traction, I got really excited about this direction it could go where it could solve that problem from seven years ago and be a job creation vehicle. Because mm -hmm. we live down here in South Florida, and we're known as the recovery capital of the country. Yeah. And there are so many people who go to treatment, they take all the right steps, but it's really hard to find a job when you have a scattered work history. You might not feel comfortable with your references, your resumes all over the place. And chances are, if you went and sought help, you probably have a pretty big gap in your employment history. Mm. And so I just started putting feelers out there and I reached out to Lynn University, who has this incredible social impact lab and got connected with the director of the social impact lab, the assistant director, some of the professors there. I got connected with you and the Palm Beach Tech Association. And we just started talking about how can we actually grow with this so that it's, it's not about the mugs. It really was never about the mugs, but it's about a vehicle to create change in our community. And I am so incredibly grateful to say that we have made that happen. A few months ago, we became, we became certified as a 501c3 nonprofit. We have women from the Lord's Place, a local community organization dedicated to ending homelessness, working in a pottery studio in Lake Worth, Florida, making handmade ceramic mugs mm. and earning a paycheck. Wow. So this journey starts with sort of your expression of um, gratitude, really, uh, and and how your expression out of that uh, came to, uh, it was realized in a product based on, you know, your skill set and your passions. And when, when you really, when you embody uh, someone's story and their journey into a product, uh, you come out with something uh, just so incredible. Um, and I can, we can hear your passion uh, uh, for what you do. Uh, tell me a little bit about, because I, I don't think people know or they've, they've heard, um, but uh, homelessness is a real issue uh, here in, in Palm Beach County. Uh, we, you know, we're one of the wealthiest counties in the nation, uh, but we have a, such a, um, it's, it's really, uh, I, I would say it's, it's wherever you have the ultra rich, <laughs> you will also have uh, the ultra uh, poor and, or and the destitute and then, and those in need. Um, and so tell me a little bit about how, uh, how you're putting, uh, how you're partnering with organizations to, uh, give women that second chance and to give them an opportunity to be part of your story and, and what uh, second chance uh, mugs is all about. Second chance mugs is first, foremost, and always a job creation vehicle. I've been so incredibly fortunate 
to live here and be part of this community. But there are, there are actually a lot of people with experience either starting nonprofits or being on boards or having some sort of drive to be involved with something bigger than mm. you know, a for not a for-profit business. I'm totally fine with for-profit, but something that gives back. So whether it's, you know, it could, it could be whatever the business classification is. So how it happened was I went in with this idea. My original idea was I was pretty, pretty narrow. I was thinking that I would be approaching local treatment centers or recovery communities and seeking women specifically in, in my head, this was the starting point, mm-hmm. needed a job. And as I started to learn more about this process and educate myself about the, the depth of the problem outside of my scope of experience, I learned about these incredible resources that are already available. And at Lynn, a great connection I made was one of the professors, Chris Mapletano, who had been involved with, who's been involved with the Lord's Place for years and years and years. And he was involved with them when they launched Cafe Joshua years ago, which is an organization dedicated to restoring dignity to the homeless. Mm. They created this incredible cafe where the homeless could come in and order their lunch off a menu and they could sit and they could be served that lunch. Wow. And it ended up that they merged. But the long story short is we were, we're a startup, right? So we have a startups, limited resources, we have all those different things. We were trying to figure out how can we go about this where we can actually niche down to the problem that we can solve best, which is that job creation. So our partnership with the Lord's Place makes it so that we are working with people who have a roof over their head because mm. of the Lord's Place. So the Lord's Place provides housing for a year. So people go to the Lord's Place, they get assigned to one of their housing facilities, and there's always a tremendous wait list because this is a real problem. That anyone locally or even not locally should absolutely look up the Lord's Place because they are world-class at what they are doing to solve this problem. So the partnership came out of that idea of here's here's these people who already know all the best practices, all of these different things. And they were really interested in the social enterprise side of things where it's, they have, they have what they do really well all the way down, but sometimes their people struggle to find jobs. So we came in and said, Hey, we're trying to create these jobs. And that is where it all meshed up. What specifically, uh, what kind of uh, work are they doing uh, for, uh, for second chance mugs? So the work that they're doing right now is our launch group is all women. So these women come to the Flamingo Clay Studio, another partner we have, a nonprofit artist cooperative in Lake Worth, and they are actually making handmade ceramic mugs. So they'll show up at nine o'clock. They'll work with the clay. They'll glaze. They'll put their sayings on. Our mugs continue to have the affirmational sayings on them. Mm. And then we have a, um, a second product line, which is mugs that are already made. And then we put our sayings on them. So we're able to have a broader variety of products. But our vision is that every single person who starts with us will start out making mugs in that capacity. The whole, the merits of having hands-on work where at the end of the day, you can see all these things you've accomplished. And then as they get further involved in our program, which we, it's a transitional employment opportunity. So we see people as being with us for nine months to a year, Mm -hmm. leaving with references, a job history, you know, having earned some money to be able to go do, buy those things that we need to apply for jobs and be ready to move on to the next stage of their life. But as they get 
entrenched in our program, we really, really want to make it so that they can start to focus on what they want to do next. So we have one woman working for us now who's really interested in the marketing side of things. So we're hoping to train her on social media because she's brilliant and she'll be great at it. She just hasn't had that opportunity before. Wow. So opening doors that might not be open to people otherwise. So, so when, when you say social enterprise, I, I, I don't know that uh, I have heard that specific phrase before, uh, but what I'm imagining is uh, that it's, it's enterprise or, or in this case, you know, a, a, a product or, or retail or some sort of uh, a business that has a, a purpose or, or a message or some social good behind it. Um, so you've, you've found an area for not just in the retail side, um, in that you uh, sell, you know, through uh, your website, which is uh, scmugs.org, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and through Etsy store, etc. But you're you're also now creating the opportunity for the manufacture and, and creation uh, of the product. Uh, so everything from uh, the the production uh, and now to the the marketing channel uh, is an opportunity for social good. And uh, so so how do you see that? Uh, being a benefit to you, do you see that resonating with people who are your customers and who is your customer? Our primary sales channel at the moment is our Etsy shop because a lot through conversations with people who have experience in this world, we mm. realized we needed to get our product in front of people who are already searching for it. So yeah. one of our first meetings when I was talking to you about how to scale and how to grow was a marketplace strategy. It was great advice and we were so incredibly fortunate to have gotten connected with another community member, her name is Cassie down, and she's um, she's down in Boca. She owns very, very successful Etsy shops. And she so generously and graciously started advising us. And she's since become a member of our board. And she helped us set up an Etsy shop. She taught us what works on Etsy, how to find the sayings to put on our mugs that people will be looking for on Etsy. So right now we're designing a ton of Christmas mugs and winter mm. and all of those different things. So our customer is absolutely the person who cares that this is more than a mug. And our quest, where we are in our journey right now, is we are so focused on trying to get people to the aha moment. And it is absolutely a work in progress. We're not there yet, but it's guiding all of our decisions. The best example I can think of is when we were doing our pricing strategy, we were trying to figure out what to charge for our different classes of mugs and all those different things. We looked at obviously what the marketplace would support and our costs and all those different things, but we simplified it down to how can we price this so that we are able to say that each mug funds one hour of work for a woman who needed a second chance. This podcast is brought to you by Something Digital. Something Digital is a full service e-commerce agency specializing in strategy, design, digital marketing, and more. Something Digital has award-winning creative design and world-class engineers that can deliver any size project from concept to launch. Something Digital is a Magento Enterprise and Shopify Plus partner. Put your e-commerce site to work with Something Digital. Check them out today at somethingdigital.com slash podcast. So what I love about this story is the cultural retail icon that comes to mind for me in this space is Tom's who started with a very simple message of one for one. And that was a story when you said one for one and you understood what Tom's is, what Tom's mission was. Uh, the mission was that for every pair of shoes you buy, 
a pair of shoes is given to someone in need. And that resonated with a lot of people. And eventually, you know, the product uh, uh, scaled out horizontally. They did the same with the eyewear and a bunch of other uh, product categories uh, and category expansion. Now, these days, I'm not really sure. I, I was in Santa Monica uh, about a week and a half ago, and I went to the Tom's flagship retail store on Abbott Kinney in Santa Monica. And it's more coffee shop these days than it is uh, a shoe store. Uh, but that's a whole separate uh, conversation about experiential retail. Um, but I think that really still resonates with people in that one for one message. You found a way to also, what you called the aha moment, to equate that back to. Uh, an hour of work. So what does that process look like for you to make sure that that's still equitable for you as a business who needs to grow? To employ people, you have to still sell product and and manufacture product equitably. Um, Tell me a little bit about what the challenges look like for you as you're scaling your business. Right now, it's really about the phase of the journey we're at. We're still trying to find that exact product market fit. So the conversations we're having all the time. And when I say we, I'm talking about, you know, me and whoever at the Palm Beach Tech Association or really anybody sure, sure. who has the misfortune of running into me at a coffee shop. <laughs> but it's, we're having, and we have a board, we have, we actually ask our, our women this all the time. We talk to them about how to grow the business and how to scale the business and all these different things. And they have some of the best ideas, which I think is really to be expected. The people who are in there at the ground level who are so attached to this mission. And so our conversations around scaling center 100% on, this is so simplified, but the president of our board says this all the time. He says, we need to walk before we can run. So that's Mm. why we, that's why our product is mugs. We work out of a pottery studio. So if we wanted to, we could do bowls and we could do plates and we could do this and we could do that. But we're trying to pick one thing, figure out how to get it off the ground and then see where we go from there. And the scalability issue or concern for us right now is which channels to pursue, which platforms to pursue, how to best use our limited resources. And (laughs) we're very much a startup. So um, there's a lot of limited resources. So what we've done so far is we're doubling down on Etsy as our primary channel period right now. So we're actually not selling through. um, So all of our sales are being directed through Etsy at the moment to, sure. to build up that platform, start to get some reviews, start to get some established credentials, credibility, and all of that. And then we had the great fortune of working with an MBA class at Lynn University in the first half of the semester. And we went to them with this, with the very simple problem statement of, we have limited resources and we want to get to selling a thousand mugs per month by next December. And they helped us come up with a prioritized plan of how to do that. And a lot of it really centers around press and spreading the message and building a community and, and those things. But we really have these different paths based on the product. So we have our, what we can call right now, our, our, our semi-handmade product where we get the mug and then we put the saying and that's still involves a lot. It's still creating the work for all the women. And then we have our fully handmade product where we see that as something where we're, we're going to be scrappy. We will be mm. setting tables at local farmers markets. I will be going into local treatment centers to see if they would be interested in purchasing, you know, 30 mugs to give to each graduate as they leave treatment. We have people in the community who are starting to place orders for our 
for our mugs as holiday favors. Um, so our we have on one side we have that local first strategy of let's figure out how to get out there and talk to people and refine our message and then go right back to that getting to the aha moment. And then we also have our digital strategy, which is how can we get the right product market fit in front of the people on Etsy primarily. And and so the the current strategy uh, really has uh, a multi pronged approach. Um, it, for people who uh, you know are looking at the episode art, uh, or or you've already visited the site, you you probably have an understanding of what the mug looks like. Uh, but for those who might be listening on their commute, could you give us a little bit of a uh, an idea, uh, or paint a visual picture of what uh, the mugs look like, uh, uh, both the uh, the handmade and or they're both handmade, but the yeah right. Give, give us a little bit of an idea of what they look like and, and what the process is uh, uh, for you to make those. Right. So we have our first product is the one that has been the product from the beginning. It's what I was doing when I was doing mental health mugs, all those different things. So it is a mug that has a white body that is available in 11 ounces and 15 ounces, and then it has different colored handles and different colored insides, so you can choose your preference. And those all have sayings put on them through a process called sublimation, where the saying is permanently transferred to the mug, everything's dishwasher safe, microwave safe. And those are, with this product class number one, it's really all about the saying. So one of the ones that's been really popular recently, which probably makes sense as we're getting into winter, is one that says, let it snow, dot, 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 somewhere else. (laughs) And then we have this, this second group, which is the one where what you would expect out of a traditional pottery studio where we have, we start with raw materials. We start, we're doing a process called split casting. So we split cast our mugs and then they go into a kiln and then they get glazed and then they go into a kiln again. And those are the ones where it's really, the the sayings tend to be a little simpler on those. They're shorter ones. The one that I'm holding in my hand right now says begin. We have some that say breathe. We have some that say progress, not perfection. They're all everything. That we offer is customizable. So if you want it for your business or you want it for any of those things, we can absolutely make that happen. What we're hoping to do and what we're starting to explore is how to change everything seasonally. So Cassie, the woman that I mentioned earlier, she has found a lot of her success on Etsy through the wedding market. Mm. So she has such a firm grasp on what trends are. So do, you know, for right now, she advised us to do an earth tones collection and a pastel collection. And when spring comes around, we'll put out our spring colors and all of those different things. The plan for product development is to try to switch things up on a seasonal basis. Uh, and that's uh, oh wow. I mean, there's so much there that you could, you could unpack. So I, I think that the, the, the key is when you're, when you're looking at the product and the product development is, is, you know, obviously as a startup, you, uh, you are working on uh, resonating with certain communities in that for, if you look at the journey of where you've come from with mental health mugs, uh, the sayings, as I think you and I've talked about in the past, can mean different things to different groups of people. So the word persist could mean something to a professional athlete, uh, but could also mean, you know, something to a single mom with two kids, you know. So you are finding audiences that resonate with your message. I think there's also the opportunity to tell the story of how the mugs are created and how they're made and that they're high quality and that they're giving other people a second chance uh, and the work opportunity for uh, social enterprise. And so, and telling all of those stories really requires some means of storytelling. So you're primarily doing that now 
through Etsy and through Marketplace. Uh, what are some future plans if you were to step out a, a year or two? What do you think the next steps look like for you and where you would invest your efforts to grow your customer base? Because of our cause-based mission, what we're finding is that people have gotten on board pretty quickly. We have found so many people who are willing and able to help. And we talk about what we're doing and people say, after our, after our call, I'm going to a meeting with a woman who is helping us with some graphic design out of the goodness of her heart because mm. what we're doing resonates with her. Um, where we see the community growth coming from is, is a few different things. We think that there will very much be a local push. So a woman locally named Kristen, she has a lot of great experience in the social selling side of things. So the actual going to people who have connections where you could, they could host a party and we could talk about what we're doing and we could do all those different things. And then we really, obviously in today's age, have to figure out our social plan. We think our primary channel will be Instagram and probably YouTube too, which I personally don't have a ton of experience with the video side of things yet. <laughs> Hopefully if we do a follow-up in a year or so, I will <laughs> be able to tell you so much more about it. But this really is a story-driven enterprise. So the videos and the, the Instagram posts and all those different things of the people making the mugs of their hopes, of their dreams, of, of wherever it goes from there. And then really one of my personal interests is I like the idea of building a positivity focused community. So a theme that is near and dear to my heart is resilience. So this idea that what if we became this movement, this resilience building movement, where we could connect people through their morning coffee ritual, through their morning tea ritual, through their evening wind down. Mm. Where, um, one of the things we've tossed around is, is there, there are mental health professionals who have been really helpful in, in some advising things. And we've tossed around this idea of what if we came up with weekly challenges where, you know, things that take less than a minute that you can do during your morning coffee routine, where it's maybe you write down three things you're grateful for, and then we'll have a professional come in and give the background about why that actually builds resilience or how that builds resilience and um, how that how starting your day off with that sort of positivity can change the whole course of your day and then eventually your life. Um, and, and from there, it goes back to that community piece that you were just focusing on. So I want this to be a unifier. So if we're building this massive resilience building community, it can be athletes who are, who are drinking their coffee as they're gearing up for their day. Mm. It can be a business person. It can be somebody who's in treatment. It's really all about that inclusive, we're all in this together. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to check back in uh, in a year and see uh, where you are. Uh, and if you uh, want to visit uh, Keely on, on her uh, website, if you want to visit uh, Second Chance Mugs, you can do that online at scmugs.org. And uh, I, I believe you have a special offer for our listeners. Yes, I did want to do a promotional code where you can get 10% off any mug order on our Etsy shop. And the code is something digital. So 10% off with the code something digital at checkout. That's so awesome. I really appreciate that. And and we would love to hear uh, what you think about this. Are you using social enterprise in your business to help you uh, uh, bring your message uh, and your mission to your customers? 
um, whether you're a startup or uh, or you are running, uh, uh, you know, a, a multi-generational family business, or maybe you are on uh, a pure play uh, digital e-commerce platform and you're looking to uh, figure out how you can uh, engage new audiences and create new opportunities for storytelling with your customers. Uh, I want to hear from you and I want to hear what you think about Keely's story. And you can do that today by going over to podcast.somethingdigital.com and uh, lending your voice to the story. There is a discuss comment box on every episode and uh, we'd love to hear uh, back from you. Uh, where can uh, people connect with you, uh, Keely? Is there somewhere uh, on Instagram that uh, we could point people to? Our Instagram handle is Second Chance Mugs. It's currently on hiatus, but it will be our primary social channel. So if they go ahead over there, it can follow, and we will start posting regularly and sharing the story of the incredible people who are making these mugs. Love it. Uh, well, thank you for everything that you're doing and uh, wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Keely, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, thank you for listening to Merchant to Merchant. Uh, we will uh, continue to bring you episodes uh, of Merchant to Merchant uh, right through 2019. Uh, and we will have our next episode uh, coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, we have uh, another member of the Tech Association who we're really excited about. Um, and make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any uh, new content that's coming your way. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, make sure you check out somethingdigital.com. Uh, whether you're looking to start or or build your e-commerce property, we can do that. Uh, we are a Magento Shopify enterprise solution partner and uh, we would love to engage with you on your project. Uh, so head, head on over to somethingdigital.com uh, and let us know that you listen to us on the podcast. Thank you, Keely. Uh, talk soon. Thank you so much. 